Nigga. Throw a shot and miss. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to slap that ass back in place. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to have to find that clip because that clip is classic. Do you guys know, do you know what I was listening to yesterday or the day before? What 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 is that? <laughs> I was. Do you know that song? How many drinks? By um, was it Miguel? Cisco? No, <laughs> that's not a Cisco. No, that was that was how many licks? How many <laughs> licks? <laughs> I was like, say, oh shit, I do remember that. <laughs> how, how many, many licks, licks oh, does it take okay, to right. get? Cisco was a box fan. Huh? Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> no, but how many drinks? It made me feel like. First of all, that song is extra rapey. Mm. Oh yeah, it Sing is it for super. Us. I'm not singing it. There's a it. ton of <laughs> extra rapey ass songs. Yeah, that one. It felt like Bill Cosby theme song. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh wait, what I got one that's just how like many drinks? How many drinks by okay. Miguel? But I is got that one a bad that's worse thing? Than that. Is that, that is, rapey? What? Oh no! Well, that according to the law, it's not rapey if both of you are having drinks and you're both as equally right. But he's saying, how many drinks does it take you to be with me? Exactly. <laughs> okay. How okay. many does it take? I think that's a general question. Okay. I don't think that's not, rapey. Okay. 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 okay like, the more like, men it, drink, the better women start looking at the bar. No, right. That, that is true. No. <laughs> no, it's insinuated that the more drinks you have, the less the the less you know like the more you're likely super you're lenient. How do you know he meant that? Because a guy, we're looking at another way. Maybe if I get her drunk, maybe I got a chance. Isaac, you have the song? That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, yes, you're trying I to take away. Song. Play the song because Omar is on that. Bo- oh. oh, hey. There you go. Hey, now. It comes in rather I mean, sexy. it's rapey, but it's my song. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's the hard part. <laughs> think that's rapey at all right right that's, that's i got one worse because the the whole thing he's i think that's every guy right mm. they're in the club <laughs> they're trying to smash and right. sometimes women want to smash right and they may say hey let's get a few more drinks because then you know we we both get a little loose mm-hmm. i don't think that was rapey no. okay i thought it was just like hey i'm in this club and you know why i'm here <laughs> you know why I'm so, here. Okay, you know so why we're here i got it okay but i have a question though yeah, yeah. in 2017 where does the buying of drinks rate on my potential to get in your panties? Now, let me let me stretch this out a little bit further, okay? I do know that we both need to be drinking because then our inhibitions get lowered. So alcohol clearly plays a part in this whole process. But I want to yeah. know how important is it that the man buy the drink? 
oh, I'm not really into that. <clears throat> I, I feel too obligated when, to do anything. Yeah, if you I don't. Me I'd anything. much rather buy my own drinks. I've sent mm. shit back, yeah. fam. No, thank you. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I got one now. If if a guy <laughs> buys a drink for like me and my crew, or like or sends drink o- drinks over to our table or something like that, that's a nice gesture to kind of let us know. Hey, I'm classy. And but I want to fuck one of y'all. Right. Maybe one all of, y'all. of y'all. Maybe all of y'all. Whichever one bite. Right. Whichever one bite. <laughs> Whoever comes over first and says thank you. Thank you. That's who I'm fucking. Okay. So that's strategy, right? But yeah. like, okay. But I'd much let's, rather let's talk about technique because I'm right. saying it's lame probably if a guy comes up and immediately just says, hey, can I buy you a drink? Right or is that lame? That's because not let's lame. be honest, no, it's we not know. Lame. I would prefer that than you sending me a drink and oh, having really? to say shit to me. That'll get your drink sent really? back. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, because so it's what better. If, what if he's not. really attractive and you're like, because no, no, I kind of feel like that's what it really comes down to is, is exactly if y'all think a nigga fine and y'all want him to buy that drink because it's like yes, but you know you're not gonna let a dude that you you don't find attractive just buy you. If drinks. I'm unsure and of him, I don't. I don't care what approach, right? Because you know what's next. Hey, so what's your name? Where you from? You come here, and you you have no interest whatsoever. Right, right. he owns you until you finish that drink in 20 minutes afterwards. Bartender, more Long Islands. No, because it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like. For me, I like to have control over the situation, honestly. I don't like to feel like I owe you anything. Mm -hmm. There's been times where a guy bought me a shot, I turned around and sent a shot right back to him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't want to feel like I owe you anything, even this conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to be in control of this entire situation. Mm -hmm. So I prefer the guy to walk up to me and say, hey, how you doing? Whatever, my name is whatever. And... Can I buy you a drink? Is that cool? You know okay, what I mean? So, I'd prefer so you want to have permission. that option. Fucking right. Okay, like, okay. I'm this not, stuff. first off. Now, wait a minute. What if he comes over, though? Because here's the flip. And this is really what I'm, I guess I'm curious about. Because as being a man, sometimes it is a numbers game, right? And we understand it's a numbers game. So we want to try to talk to as many people as possible. We don't want to have to buy drinks for everyone that we attempt to talk to. So if a guy, if a guy is hollering at you and you all are, like, vibing and he never offers to buy you a drink, do you then turn around and be like, well, he couldn't have been feeling me that much because he didn't buy me a drink. That's what I want to know is like how far what can the, the conversation go? Mm-hmm. It, it, even mm-hmm. in a flirtatious realm, if he never offers to buy you a drink, do you then look at him like this old cheap ass nigga didn't even <laughs> offer to buy me a drink? Probably later that ni- later that night. If right. we've been talking all night and, and vibing and, and shit, <laughs> and he never bought me a drink or offered to buy me a drink or whatever, okay, okay. then okay. later that night when I get home, that determines probably if I'm gonna answer the phone. Oh, shit. But what if mm. he was just you know holding holding on to that money to buy you breakfast in the morning? Mm. Nigga, okay. <laughs> How many drinks would it take? Wait, you can't you can't afford but, both. Because see, here's the <laughs> deal. A struggle. I get Maybe it. He, he, I get it. Like, don't just be out here buying bitches drinks and you ain't had the conversation to know if this hoe is even into you. So I I get the strategy and I respect it. Like, approach her, talk to her, vibe with her. After about 20, 30 minutes of y'all talking or whatever, then you should make that gesture. But if it, it don't go nowhere, then you just saved yourself ten dollars. Let me ask you a question: Do you be around a lot of ballers? Do you be around a lot of ballers? Do I what? Be around a lot of ballers? What do you mean? No, because I mean, a baller sends some shit over there. They they never have to come say anything to you. They just do it just because that's what they like to do. Okay, well then that's that's how Let's, some people do. He may not ask for permission. He'd be like, yeah, send those two bottles of Don P over there. Yeah, right. For the oh, girl who looked pissed off in the back drinking a <laughs> <the> Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass out of here. Tell her we're here. Women. There's no way I will. Ex- 
accept <laughs> a bottle of champagne or a bottle from somebody in the club. You wouldn't let you wouldn't let nope. them if they said, "Man, send those send those two bottles over there." No, you must think we some thought thought in it up. That's, not, that's not thought. There's that's no not fucking way I'd accept. I've that. seen people There's do There's a such a, thing as bottle okay. chasers, and that's not yeah. A, but I'm not saying you're a bottle chaser. I've been in plenty of restaurants where dudes come in and be like, "Hey." Send two bottles over there for me, you know, to that table. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, thank you. Like, and they, the guys don't ever go up and talk to them. Mm-hmm. They just send it over there because that's how I they guess, roll. I that's, guess it would happen. And I've seen be. that a lot of times, just okay. like depending on where you're at. Right. Now, cool. I'm saying if you had like, I'm not talking about like a nightclub. Because mm. I'm talking like you're at a restaurant. You're at a restaurant. That's different. Or maybe that's when you're in a couple of girls, you're having dinner, and the guy just said, man, send two bottles over there. Listen, you going to send them back? When I go that's to Adriana's, I don't trust Thank you. You said when? When you're at Adriana's. Is that your spot? When the last time you've been to Adriana's? I never have. She's like, well, Meek Mill was in town. I went. Okay, but wait, y'all. I got something even worse. Uh oh, here we go. Okay. So, you know, future Rick Ross, ASAP Rocky, Wiz <laughs> Khalifa, and Two Chains on the You Don't Even Know It you don't remix. Know it. You Don't mm-hmm. Even Know It. Oh, All he right. got in trouble for this one. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, listen to this. So, the rapey lyric <laughs> is this Put Molly all in her champagne. She ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. Oh, my God. Mm. <sighs> That whole song is rapey. Well, he got in trouble, a lot of trouble for that. Entire They took the rapiness out of the song. They took the rapiness out of it? The song is called You Don't Even Know It. How is that not rapey? put Molly all in her champagne. You don't even know it. Took home and enjoyed that. You don't even know it. Like, yeah, that was kind of... I clutched my pearls. Yeah, it was. I mean, and it was a very... Like, he lost his rebuck deal. Off of oh, that. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't oh, yeah, know it. Was, got oh yeah. Oh yeah. Real. Like it, it went, was real. It went viral. It was like, real. Yeah. That's rapey. That's mm-hmm. extra rapey. That is basically rape. That is. That's the it's glorifying rape. It's, it's glorifying rape. rape. Put my first off. I'm drugged and don't know it. Right. Then you you take me out of the club, mm-hmm. take me to the crib, and we fuck. I don't know. That's that's so, that's premeditated. So rape. That's rape, and, and they must have been hanging around Bill Cosby. <laughs> that's what I said. That's his thing. So I'm trying to figure out why no one said, "Hey, before we send this out, probably not the best lyrics." Like, it just, <laughs> like they're, the A and R, nobody like listened no. to it. And was like, from my understanding, he ran it past uh, Bill's Mars producer and <laughs> relit that shit. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> Yeah, uh-uh. so that one. Oh, yeah. and then how about, you know, the the most infamous... Okay, y'all. I'm about to say something that is not uh, going go. to go well over with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And people who are listening, I'm going to apologize before I uh, say it. Go. In advance. In advance, because I feel like as a people, this don't have shit to do with race. I just feel like as a people, to togetherness, we jump on these bandwagons and we don't have shit behind them. We just glorify shit because it's what to glorify and the media has talked it up so much i'm gonna ride with it and, and roll with it i don't okay all right let me be careful Aaliyah. okay okay rest in peace uh tread lightly yeah <laughs> i probably won't this is making a little <laughs> sketchy go ahead what had happened to Aaliyah was fucking devastating oh, tragic tragic mm-hmm. but the way they play it up, like she would have been this amazing, outstanding thing and all of that, I don't think so. Like, I don't think 
she she was awesome, but she wasn't that great. Oh no, singing wise, <laughs> she time. wasn't. No, she wasn't that great. Like uh, Leah was Leah, yeah. but she wasn't quite like some people feel like if she still was alive, Beyonce wouldn't exist, and that is I don't think bullshit. So. I think Beyonce would still exist, and I think Aaliyah would have focused on acting, acting, yeah, because yeah. she, she was really though. trying. Exactly. Say what with Tupac, right. like like people saying that Tupac got shut down early. They were they were saying I saw reports where they were saying that he was already. Like knee deep into making that transition where he was going to turn mm-hmm. away from music, but mm-hmm. you know, you talk about a person's potential cultural impact, mm-hmm. you know, and and I, clearly Tupac has amazing impact in just our culture, even still by today's standards. But we think that Aaliyah, with just her personality and yeah. some of the movies, she was supposed to be in that Matrix as well. Like yeah. so, you know, sh- she would have been potentially one of those breakout stars that that kind of probably pulled a, a Will Smith. Yeah, because that's kind of what Will Smith did, you know, right. where you Got just use music. music as a catalyst, and now you're one of the biggest right. movie stars that you know affects. Yeah, and people, probably even some social change. And people are really sensitive about this Aaliyah shit, and I just be like, always oh, sad that I, I'm not trying to talk down on what happened to her because it was fucked up, and we lost someone who was talented. You know, I fucked with Aaliyah heavy, but I didn't think she was that goddamn great. To be like, oh, we lost this. So I feel icon. like you're setting us up because you're probably about to make an R. Kelly yes. pivot. That's that's Age really ain't what nothing but a number. Mm. She was an uh, underage person. Age ain't got nothing but a number. Huh? She was like 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I think she was 16 when, when she they married, married R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But the entire song is very rapey. <laughs> oh yes. The entire Age ain't nothing but a number. And every time I hear it, I get in. I get in in, in fucking character. Like I love the song. Right. Right. But Wait the entire song. What was that? You song? can play the first verse and. Uh. Uh. We all have enough. Okay, okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me go ahead and pull that up for you there. Hold on. When this song uh, came out, written mm-hmm. by then 25-year-old R. Kelly, they got married at 15, but the marriage was only a no because Aaliyah lied on a marriage license and said she was 18. Mm. Yeah. He's a rapist. I don't know why. So age ain't nothing but a number see, was a defense. But um, that's not her, though. I, uh, that's See, pedophiles, be, 
they're, they're predators. They prey on he preyed on the impressionable that little girl's innocence. Wrote her these songs and then convinced her she was eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "If it's grass on the field, play ball." <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. You, you, he, he is guilty. Yeah, oh, man. he is. He is we a serial. We can't. He told this girl at the store one day. He said, "If it's uh." If she old enough to pee, she old enough for me. And I said, man, that's <laughs> no, inappropriate, not. Robert. Where you keep coming up with these rhymes? <laughs> right. You I are said, obsessed. That's inappropriate, is Robert. She, is she old <laughs> Slow down, to Robert. <laughs> she old enough no, for I me. Think, I think we need to collectively stop defending R. Kelly and stop defending Bill Cosby. They are rapists. They're rapists, period. It's, the it period. is what it is. I you know mean, what I mean? You, you don't get keep getting accused of the same thing your whole Michael Jackson did, but life. he was not. Uh, oh, Michael yeah. Jackson didn't touch them boys. He, he did not. He touched the shit out of them kids. He touched the no, boys. He was, let me tell you, he okay. was okay. reliving his this. childhood. I'm going to tell you no, this. No, he didn't have a childhood. Okay. He wanted to We already knew Michael was weird. We already knew he was weird, for sure. Usually, people that are pedophiles, there's something a little wrong with them in general. R. Kelly looks normal as fuck. So here's the thing, but we know he's off. He's off. He's a little tweet. R. Kelly's tweet. Okay. Have you heard the shit that comes out of his mouth? I don't. Something's wrong with him. I, anyway, his music Michael, is amazing. Michael, the kid, the reason why he paid, a lot of people don't remember this, the reason why he paid that $20 million to that boy because the boy described his dick to the T. He said, this has dick look. And then Michael came on news and says, and it was so embarrassing, and they made me take off my pants. You know, okay, so now the boy described your dick to a T. They look at your dick and say, yep, that's the dick the kids uh, just just told us about. That's it. And the first thing you say is, I want to settle this out of court. Give them $20 million and two rules words. Tell them get the fuck out of Never, <laughs> Neverland Ranch. <laughs> I ain't got time for this shit. Send some more kids. Send some more kids. You will not I got a billion dollars. I can do that eight times over. That is exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. And look this shit up. You need more people. First off. Look this shit up. First off. Everybody always looking for some money, okay? Right, right. And poor Mike. Poor okay. Mike. Okay. Poor Mike. Okay. But a kid poor just described Mike. Joe Dick. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a child dick. that just described the most famous a person in the world, Dick. dick. How hard is it to describe? <laughs> right. No, because they didn't know what color that dick was, <laughs> but the little boy knew. It and they said, mean, do he have white dick or black dick? He didn't fuck his mama and the right. mama. Who, Michael? It. Yes, I mean he might. Michael wasn't Mike fucking nobody. <laughs> but I have a, I have a, I have a special little treat for you. I have a little song I want you all to listen to. It's by a very popular artist. Ready to learn. Okay, that's actually enough right that there. This enough. nigga said, you may be no, young. should have let it keep oh, going. Keep going? Oh, Because he, on, cause he says, the, the, oh, hold on, hold on. Let this let what solidifies okay, the rapey part. Here we okay, go, go, here we go, here we go. 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 
never take my hair to heart. Listen, y'all. What? That's where it all started. You may be young, but you're ready. You know what? Ready to learn. (laughs) You're (laughs) not a little girl. You're You're mine. Oh, you're a woman. You're You're not a little girl. Don't worry about the little. Don't worry about the grass being on the field. Jesus. You're a woman tonight. (laughs) The only reason he got a pass is because he said young and not fourteen. Yo, stop it. Because she could have been twenty-one. No, uh, young. uh, No, No, that was rapey. That was was rapey. Everyone know what a woman. Is right in today's age. Right, that's right. Okay, so I have a song that's not rapey, but but you just have a song. Cause are, is this about rape? It's not. I, I it's feel just, like we're doing a lot of rape. No, and it's I like got a Sunday song that's morning. Not about rape. I, I haven't went to church. This podcast about rape. I got a song that's not about rape too. So no, go yeah, ahead. this one is not about rape. Oh, good. So we're, these are not rape. These songs. are not these rape. Not songs. rape songs. Oh, good. Thank all. you, Jesus. I mean, these couple of songs are uh, extra yeah, rape. Because that's what I'm like. This is a lot of rape to be discussing in the morning. <laughs> no, right, right. But this song kind of felt a little like a little bit of a dig toward black women. Okay. I know. Not the Kodak black thing, right? I don't know what the fuck right. that he is. Right, he said oh, he don't like happened. black women. We'll oh. talk about to be that the in a minute. That's another anyway, thing. To be uh, the blackest nigga called, ever. It's You're called purple. Perm by Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. I haven't heard this. Okay, so basically he's saying, put some perm on your attitude. Yeah. You need to re- <laughs> Straighten you, it out. You know, That's no, pretty no, good. No, no, he said, you need to relax. So, oh, that's pretty good too. Okay. <laughs> the analogy is it's clever. Right. It's clever, but we know that perms for white women make their hair curly. Perms for black women make them like straight. relaxed or straight. To relax. So, oh, there's uh, some perms for white people that straighten it to give them that. Well, sure. No, there's look. perms for everybody. But to but you need sure. to relax <laughs> with oh, the rake talk. So you need to sit your ass down mm. is what you need to so, do. You're making, you're making I'm me nervous. Sweating. I'm in the hot box. <laughs> you make me nervous. <laughs> okay, but no, that song like yeah, felt a little. It felt a little box. bit like a dig. Um, yeah. And I know it wasn't intentional because I no. low key love Bruno Mars and he can't really. Ain't no low key girl. His whole. Let, let me tell you something. I need you to calm down and actually sit the fuck down. Yes, you, are, you are making us nervous. Right now. You're making me nervous. Scared. You scared? You scared? You scared I'm going to kill you? I agree, Casey. Yeah. I've got one as well. Mm-hmm. This one is slash stalker slash rapey slash fuck what you saying. This Again is what's happening. Rape. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boys to men on bending knee. Hmm. I think I've ever Please it. play it and listen from, to what the fuck it says. From the beginning? Is that where? Okay. The so the entire song, mm-hmm. if you listen to it, what he the premise is, this girl don't love him and he don't care. <laughs> he says, you're going to love me one day. Oh, no, I, I'm go. not letting you go. go. Oh, no, hold on. like a really nice love song. Yeah, okay. Darling, I, I can't explain Where do we lose our way? Girl, it's driving me insane And I know I just need one more chance To prove my love to you
right, here he comes. So far, so good. Okay, keep listening. Right, first nigga was just giving us some old shit, yeah. right? Okay, right. here we go. Here's where it gets aggressive. <laughs> That's, that's you don't love love. No, I love I'm gonna go love. Joe Budden on you in a minute. It's Joe Budden right here. You ain't here. happy on the side. Okay, okay, here it comes. Watch. Shut up. Britney. I don't know Britney. I don't know Britney. I don't know Britney. I don't know Britney. I think I think I think they were just some niggas, man. That, that was a beautiful up. song. Don't you ever <laughs> in your life accuse boys to men of doing rapey music. <laughs> Yo, Jesus handed them you, down to us. Let, me tell, you, let no. me tell you what that reminded me of, Jesus man. Jesus handed them. Man, we knew how to love no. back I, in the nineties. I think oh, we so. Did. I don't know what the hell happened, man, with There's these new no age niggas, man. Like that, like. The fact that me and Omar grown ass remember this, like, oh, that's <laughs> some beautiful. Boys and men. they would make you they like want to fall in love. Yeah. Motel Philly is back again. That makes remember you that. want yeah, Motel Philly. <laughs> wait a minute, think about that. Like, who is singing legitimate love songs? No, you just get excited like that about that now. Sex. No right way. now, it's all about sex. Like these it's dudes was really crooning. He had dude baby. like hey, baby. taking half naked. I really uh, all right. I guess I'll throw out a song you can look up. It's not a rapey song, okay, <laughs> Britney. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a song about a guy confessing his, confessing his love to a married woman, and I think the lyrics are hilarious. Jones? No, Ooh. Carl Thomas. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> oh Which my one? god, emotional. No. Yeah. Is it emotional? It's, I think it's emotional. 
The doom, 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 no, this um, it was love, love at first sight. I, I know. know. Wait, 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 wait. Until she dropped the bomb on me. <laughs> she said that she was married with children. Oh, never. Some let her go. Let her I, go. I wish I never met. Uh, I wish I, I never met her. And he said, <laughs> "You know, Carl Thomas yeah. is from Illinois, right?" He said, "He said, he said, but what about me?" I'm like, nigga. She got a husband and kids. What about you? Let it go, nigga. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, she clearly was not meant for you, brother. No. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. they were messing around too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Remember, yeah, they had an awesome day. He was the side chick. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! But then he <laughs> wished he never he met her because he fell in love. Right. He then she dropped the bomb after right. she Until fucked you him. Dropped the bomb. On yeah. Uh, so it wasn't really his fault at first, but <laughs> now that you know, bro. Right. right. No uh, better do better, but he like nah. Yeah, but I love the way he broke it down. He goes, she. Chose to stay at <laughs> home <laughs> so they it could be a family <laughs> for the children. <laughs> but what about me? <laughs> what about you, dog? <laughs> Not a motherfucking thing. Not a fucking she gave you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> And now he pissed off. Like I wish I never met her. <laughs> On his way home, wish I never met her. Oh right. man, that he gonna show up at them hilarious. kids' school. Oh, you already know it. <laughs> oh, you already know it. That was I'm level one. I'm I guarantee your daddy you. Now, bro. Right. I guarantee you. Step two was some stalker shit. <laughs> but if you want a creepy song, Lionel oh. Richie. No, 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 no. Lionel Richie. Nope. Hello, hello. He's following a blind woman around <laughs> and making clay figures out of her. <laughs> now that's creepy. That's creepy. And, a, and the lyrics no, no. are even I creepy. Have, I have, I have, I have the creepiest song of all time. So uh, wait, is the premise of this segment like songs that we love but have like weird, weird subjects? Yes. Like, that 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 if we really start to pick apart the art, right. It was, it was amazing, it was but it was shit. troubling. Or unsettling troubling song. subjects. So yeah. here, here is probably one of the, the, the creepiest songs okay. that was a classic. Okay. looks creepy as hell. He's got on a trench coat <laughs> in the rain. I should you not. Like he's cutting up the credit cards right now. In the video. <laughs> he's shoving all her clothes in the bag, like literally with his foot. <laughs> oh my god! He's gathering up all his jewelry. <laughs> 
This is hilarious. He can't even put put all the jewelry in the bag. He's got to put it in his suit jacket. Can we talk about how his voice (laughs) sucks? What you know about that falsetto? Right. You can't be Goo 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 and a falsetto at the same time. Killing it, though. Killing it. Oh, that's funny. That's horrible. But the classic part is coming soon. When he got to drop the game on her ass and let her know what time it is. And him. Here we go. Hey, hey, baby, how you doing? Come on in here. Got some hot chocolate on the stove waiting for you. Listen, first things first. Let me hang up that coat. Yeah, how's your day today? Did you miss me? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I missed you too. I missed you so much, I followed you today. That's right. Now close your mouth, because you cold busted. That's right, now sit down here. Sit down here, so upset with you, don't know what to do. My first impulse was to run up on you and do a Rambo. Run up on you do a Rambo. My God. I didn't want to mess up this $3,700 Lynx coat. So instead, I chilled. Chilled. Then I went to the bank. Took out every dime. And then I went and canceled all those credit cards. Yeah. All your charge counts. Yeah. Patty. I stuck you up every piece of jewelry I ever bought you. Yeah. That's right. Everything. Yeah. That's right. Everything. <laughs> oh my fly God. With me. Nah, don't go, don't, go, don't go looking in that closet. Because you ain't got nothing in there. Everything you came here with is packed up and waiting for you in the guest room. That's right. What was you thinking about? Huh? What are you trying to prove? Huh? This was a juice. I gave you silk suits, Gucci handbags, blue diamonds. I gave you things you couldn't even pronounce. This is really unsettling. Right. Because you're still young. That's right, you're still young. I hope you learned a valuable lesson from all this. You know? You're going to find somebody like me one of these days. Until then, you know what you got to do? You got to get on out of here with that Alicat Cohen, Hush Puppy Shoe and Crumb Cake I saw you with. Because you dismissed. That's right. Silly rabbit tricks are made for kids. Did you know that? You without me like cornflake without the milk. It's my world. You just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Now get on out here. That, don't touch that coat. Oh my God. Now listen. Why? Do y'all understand? Now as we're playing this, I happen to have the benefit of looking at the video. Mm. When I say he was a step away from domestic <laughs> abuse, right? Like oh this nigga God. was all up in That's her face. That's verbal like, abuse. Yeah, yeah, man. I started to run up on you and pull a Rambo, but nah. I just I stayed back. Chill. I chill. <laughs> and he's rolling up his sleeves. I'm like, yo, at any given moment, this nigga's about on. to go right. ham. This is early 80s. And this was the jam, right? So any like this was probably the birth of a petty nigga. Like mm. break up with her. And then just have it be that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I got to sit up and demean you. Yeah, man, this is, you know, Squirrel to trying bank. to get a nut. I went to the bank. Wait a minute. Oh, you like cornflakes without the milk. So, so wait, wait, let me ask you, Isaac. You take this woman off the street. 
You give her a new life, <laughs> and she goes and cheats on you, and you're supposed to be like, "All right, see you later." No, I knew. No, we're gonna ass. stunt. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make sure you go. miss all this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alley cat. yeah, yeah. I bought you things you couldn't even pronounce. <laughs> Remember, Jay Z said that line. <laughs> oh my god! Like, no, oh, no, no, no. This, this it. is the, this is the thank you. You, anybody, be pissed off? Uh, I was like, you cheating on Oprah. You don't cheat on Oprah. How mm. dare you, son mm. of a bitch? Like, uh, but see, but see Oprah would just cancel your cards. He pretty womaned her, but but he went further when he got I'm sorry. He off. sounded like he a was pimp pissed. who he had multiple hoes. Oh, he is a pimp, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Don't get yeah. it twisted. Yeah. Uh, you want to know somebody that looked like a pimp who out here out of control? <laughs> oh. Out, out of fucking sharp. Oh. Fam, what the fuck? No, he Who's doing like a crazy old man. Why are you doing that? his Tinder account. Uh-oh. He's just and a crazy old man. Why are we talking about Th- that thank more? Thank you, thank you, Casey. I, I don't understand. I, I think this needs to be a daily conversation in the black community. Head like, like, his like, like ass see, here, let me tell y'all what's wrong with He's this like whole a Trump. Auntie. This let me, like, let me, let me, let me tell you all what's wrong oh with our current president because he is so batshit crazy mm. that anything that we see now that's idiotic or absolutely bizarre. Compared to who's at, you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, bizarre yeah. is now regular because right. Al Sharpton taking selfies <laughs> with combs in polo robes. Y'all, this this is some That's shit that I felt like Twitter was supposed to be on for a week. <laughs> and I feel like I've seen a smattering of it on social media. Like, y'all, am I the only nigga that's looking at this nigga take mm. pictures? <laughs> He's taking push-ups on the side of his desk. Yeah. And then saying, don't be know. mad at me because I'm 68 and fit. Nigga, no, no. you're not. You look like you on crack. You look like you're recovering from, from crack <laughs> or AIDS like or something. Yes. Like, this dude Cancer dropped a dramatic something. amount of weight. or AIDS. And you're taking selfies. And then mm. not even good selfies. You got them old skinny-ass legs. <laughs> right. With socks. All the way Here's up to my your question. knees in New Balances. Like, wait, wait. Nigga, like, and we're not going to talk about this Them New Balances. Them this nigga was a part of plush Brittany. bottom for his diabetes. He was a part of the civil rights movement <laughs> is what I'm getting at, right? We talking Martin Luther King, <laughs> right. Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton. His name was up there with them. And we are now watching this man. Yes. I saw a meme that said, <sighs> will somebody please go get Unc? Get bro, him out the damn room. Bro. Listen, though. Bruh. Real talk. My question is: the whole time I'm watching him do push-ups off the desk, I said, "Who the fuck is recording? Who's, rec- who's, who's recording? recording? Because they're just as fucked as he is. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know, the selfie who's thing is like, okay, okay, that's why you need PR. Yeah, right? like right. I'm gonna tell you, like, record who, whoever he's paying. Because if Al Sharpton is paying me, I'm recording all the dumbass shit he wants to do, <laughs> and it's not my job to tell him it looks stupid. He can't do that. I'm saying, you know what? Let's do it. Right. <laughs> Let's do it. As long it, fam. as the checks stay on time, right. Right. you're paying. Right. Like, mm. as long as that check I, is clear. I ain't gonna say shit to you. If you want to look, make yourself look like an idiot, go for it. Listen, I'm but, here to but, support. But, but I'm here to support. This, like, what I don't is know what's, this? What's I don't going on? I told you the other day. The world is off its axis. It's when, off its when, axis, bro. When Trump is there, and now we all crazy. Like right. he crazy now. We all, we all crazy because right. it comes down from the top. Yeah. And it's, it's filtering. Whatever down. jumped into him, then jumped into all of us. <laughs> and we're is, like, that all is right. Interesting. And it's definitely an Al Sharpton. That's interesting. Okay, I, t- I swear that look. Those look like pictures for his dating account. 
Mm. That guy leaked on that ass. What is he? Why are you posing? Who You're the fuck are you posing to have for? One day that picture gonna end up. It, they, that's what they're gonna use to do a wax figure of him. It's gonna be in the museum, <laughs> and that's gonna guy? be his legacy. That's, that's gonna be horrible. Be so, so I have a theory. I have a theory, mm-hmm. and, and this is just a to try to make sense out of it. I think that we are in a day and age where you know it's like the changing of the guard, right? So you you see Donald Trump, you see. Bill Cosby, now Al Sharpton. Right? These are all three classic figures, older gentlemen that were used to dominating the news back in their day. They were used to, you know, they could create news anytime they wanted to. And now we're in 2017, you've got regular people that have ascended. You've got Instagram models, right? You've got King Botch, King Karan, or, you know, just people who are seemingly regular, but they've got 10 million followers. And they are socially more, I'm not going to go as far as say important, but probably relevant from a social influential Mm -hmm. than you are being a civil rights leader, being Bill Cosby, who did X, Y, and Z, being Donald Trump, whose name was synonymous with wealth. And so now they're realizing, oh, shit, I'm so used to being the most important that now it's regular people that are competing and they feel challenged. They feel challenged, and it's causing them to do bizarre-ass shit to remain relevant. Because I don't understand how a person who used to fight for civil rights is now taking selfies. I don't take selfies. Why the fuck is his 68-year-old ass taking <laughs> selfies tra- in front of a mirror? That's weird. So you can get so, the so whole body. Like, that's really why I'm like, weird. We're, 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 like, well, like, like Omar the said, like, it, the, the world is off yeah. of its axis, and now we're noticing that... It was almost like the attention that they were receiving was a drug. Mm-hmm. And now that they aren't quite as relevant, mm-hmm. we're noticing what happens when a person, you know, is going through withdrawal. Yeah. Like, before it's they like self-destruct. Before they self-destruct. But let's be honest. Exactly. Do you think this too? And, I, and I, when I saw the Al Sharpton selfie, the first thing I said, there's some young Filipino man that has not texted Al Sharpton back. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you think he's gay? Oh my god! I said there's some young. But y'all talk about me, twenty-two and shit year that old, no. handsome Filipino boy that is not responding to his texts. And and that's that, that's he had to I'm gonna make him jealous. Cougar. I'm gonna make him jealous. He say, "See what you missing out on?" <laughs> okay, he's talking about Holla. Al Sharpton <laughs> raping little boys. Oh God! I said, "21 okay. year old <laughs> Filipino Al boy." Sharpton what is so with you? Rape? So he's late. Brittany, you are you about rape today? <laughs> <laughs> what is with you? No, get off the rape. Al Sharpton is like 70 years old. So he can't smash a 21 year old boy? No, he cannot. Why Where? not? Why not? That's got to be against the whole label laws or something. <laughs> he ain't smashing boys, but he is smashing twenty one year olds. Wasn't it just like grand? Uh, grand yeah, it was. It was creepy. Whatever it was, stepdaughter what? or some shit. Morgan Freeman was smashing his stepdaughter. His step granddaughter. Yeah, step. What? I think the they're fuck? still together. Yeah, yeah. I think they. Step granddaughter. Step granddaughter. Well, let me tell you this: she was Morgan Freeman got plenty of money. I'll let him smash Isaac. <laughs> 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 Omar, that's enough out of you. Um, oh, did y'all hear about Meek Mill's crew jumping safari? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Gracious. You saw the video? Multiple yeah. angles. You know, I just feel like they're both losing right now. Like, Why I don't, they they are, right? I don't understand. You kind of can't even keep score with either of them. And it's what like, is the who, beef? Why is there still more? beef? Nobody, Here's nobody's the thing. with her. dating her. Here's anymore. the thing. Here's my opinion. Safari was never winning. No. Mm. So he's just in his lane. 
And I feel like he was mad in his own business. His, right. His non-winning uh, lane. His non-winning lane. <laughs> and Meek Mill's a little salty about the whole Nicki, Nicki Minaj thing? shit. Yeah. Jump Drake then, bitch. Right. What but you why jumping? Are you, oh, you ain't gonna run up on Drake. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Why nah. are you jumping Safari when you're the one that took, took Nicki from Safari? Up, right? Yeah. And you broke him up. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Right. That's a, now, that's if a you want to jump anybody, shit. jump Drake. Because Drake's fucked her while he was, she was with Safari, well, I, while she was I with I think Safari Nick. was a part of the whole, he was instrumental in their breakup. Like Whose breakup? Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. So he was salty about that. So he got him back. Okay. Like, he leaked some shit, I think, about uh, Mill cheating on Nicki. So he mm. got a hold of some information, and he oh. was like, all right, I'm going to let that shit fly. All this stuff mm. sounds dumb as shit. Like, it's I, petty. They're really petty. They're that's because they got money and got shit to do. They they got too much like, time. There's so many other more important things going on besides... Yeah. I'm not fucking chasing nobody down. No. And no. having my it, but, crew but, but fuck then, him up. But then it was his crew, though. Yeah. So that's the part that you really got. It's not even Meek Mills getting his hands dirty because Meek Mills can't throw hands because we saw that shit on Shade Room when he was had his little boxing training. You ever seen that shit? I did. Oh, man. It was Meek great. Mills but, but let me ask a question. Can't I, punch his way out of a paper but bag. People were a talking paper about bag. <laughs> but people were talking about this, like Meek should have did it himself and all this and that. But if you got money, don't you just get people jumped on? Do you you're supposed to, but you're not supposed to be in the video. Right, you ain't supposed to be around. Walking out of the car, <laughs> No, he wanted to let background. him know it was him. He wanted him to know. Nah. He was like, what's up? Nah. <laughs> get him, boys. If, if it's Meek what's up, you need, up to, you need to fight him yourself. Right, exactly. If, he, if, if, if it was he, personal. Because see, the yeah. game going to catch that nigga slipping. Oh, the game. And Meek Mill is going to get put under fucking. TMZ caught the game and asked him what he thought about it. He's like... They should have squared up one on one. Like that'll solve all of this. Game well, Safari wants to catch him. him. He would, and he would. He would. I think most people would. Right. <laughs> like low key. Yeah. But I do want to talk about Nicki Minaj. That actually leads into mm. our. I uh, love Nicki. Our topic let's get into today. Nikki. So, um, let's go ahead and jump into the topic. What's the topic? It's called keeping score. Oh. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast. Where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. We are here with our special guest, Mr. Omar Jones. You remain. What's up everybody? It's Seal. Also known as Omar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was new. Um, And (laughs) the greatest host of all time. The host of the Tequila Tales Live, the know-it-all himself, Mr. Isaac Paul. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's wonderful uh, to be here with you guys. Yes, it's Thank you for inviting you. me back. Oh, oh my God. Welcome we, back. You're back every day. Uh, but this is great. Thank you all for joining us. We are back with another installment. We're talking about keeping score today. What brought it up was um, an Instagram post that Nikki uh, released the last couple days. And I wanted to read it to you. And let me know what you think about it. So she says, attention, I love God. According to Universal Records, this year alone, my album catalog sold 325,000 worldwide. And the pink print is now at 4, 4 million worldwide. 
Since January, I've received 11 Billboard entries, and yesterday with ASCAP Award, I became the most awarded female rapper in history. To top it all off, this year I received the title for the most high 100 entries by any woman in the history of music. A title previously held by Aretha Franklin for 40 years. She did put a crown after it, so the queen. They don't want you to post your achievements and accomplishments. It makes them uncomfortable. But you must, because everyday people broadcast your failures. They shout them out to the mountaintops. So never, ever stop posting your accomplishments. I love my fans so much. Thank you. Hashtag NBA Awards Monday. Can't wait for you guys to see my performance. Uh. So, yeah, at first, so one, one of the comments was about how Beyonce doesn't have to do that shit. Like she made a point about always posting your accomplishments and your achievements because everybody will talk about your failures, but you should consistently talk about what you do great. And I kind of agree with that to an extent, but like that person who commented said, like somebody like Beyonce doesn't have to do any of that. Hmm. So how do you guys feel about that? Like, because what it sounds like, I guess, to me is just the, uh, like, I'm I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to this, you know, because we talked about it before, like, the humble brag, but that wasn't a humble brag. That was actually just her being clear about her record, mm-hmm. you know. If, if we're keeping score, mm-hmm. you know, people will make you believe that it's this way, but here's the reality. And like Jay-Z said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you do have to make people aware of what's real and what's fake. And, and so I, I understand the importance of, I guess, keeping score. But when I first read that post, it was dripping with kind of, you know, I don't even want to say like. It was um, a brag. I mean, just because it's. Well, it's, even beyond a brag, it just felt, it felt. I, I, I can't even think of the word that I'm looking for. Let right me put now. it like this. I, I'm I'm gonna cut in. You come back. We'll come back to you. Okay. At, right after this message. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. They are coming for that bitch. Who? Nikki. All of them. Who like they hate us. <laughs> okay. The Remy Ma. They all. Ju- every, Let me look at it like this. All the women jumped on the Remy Ma bandwagon, right? Everyone was like, "Oh, Remy Ma, Ether," and, no, and and look, no, no, I'm telling you. And now they're doing concerts with her. That's and, you know, true. And she feels like. You know, I've never done anything to this chick. Like, why is everyone mad at me? Because I'm at the top. Who, Nikki and, feels that way? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she, she's like, you know, she didn't have a team when she was going through this shit. Like, she, you know, she just went through the Meek Mill breakup. Like, she's been fucking shouldering a lot of shit. And she's in a space right now where she can say, you know what? Fuck y'all. You know? I How about this? Mm-hmm. How about now? But <laughs> Here's my <laughs> record. Here are my achievements. How about now? Right. Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> I love it. With um <laughs> I'm a Nikki fan too. Um, but the 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 deal with her and Beyonce and the whole like humble brag shit, Beyonce she skyrocketed skyrocketed to a point where she doesn't have to mention anything. Why? Because we mention it for her. So at award shows or you know, things that happen, somebody else is always talking about Beyonce's achievements. Oh, Beyonce shut the internet down. iTunes went completely kaplunk when she dropped that that um fucking album. I was one of the motherfuckers up at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning trying to download 
her Beyonce album. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't. I got half of it because iTunes was freaking out. I had to come back the next day and get the other six songs. So, yeah, Beyonce, she doesn't have to talk about the shit because that she, she does has because brand loyals. She has people who she do got it the for beehive. Her. She got exactly. the beehive. Rihanna has the Navy. Exactly. Nicki Minaj doesn't have that kind Nicki of Nicki Minaj setup. doesn't she have it. She just makes great songs. Nicki is still trying songs. to, as much as Nicki has accomplished, and actually I appreciate Nicki's success because she's a prime example of half my album is trap, the other half is pop, and everybody going to buy my shit. So I'm able to infiltrate both sides of the spectrum and make my fucking money. So that's why I fucks with with Nikki, like I think she Nikki, doesn't have to switch up her style just to appease one person. She could put it all on one album, and she's got everybody's attention. But she has to say, "This is what I've done," because for some reason, motherfuckers don't understand. Like, okay, Nikki is not just out here trying to be like insta famous. Like I've heard that. No, like she, she just she, wants attention. No, 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 actually, she's working. So the thing is. Nicki Minaj is basically the inspiration that Black China needs. Nigga, so, black, ain't no saving Black wait, China. What? Ain't no saving Nicki Black Minaj China. Nicki Minaj is the inspiration Black China needs. You know, like she's out there doing it for the Amber Roses. Like you can be a hood rat and come up and be successful. Like just because you start as a hood rat doesn't mean I don't you like end Amber as a hood rat. I don't like the slut don't walk. Like I don't like none well, of that, that It's feminism, right? Like, that ain't feminism. Now that's fucking look at me. It. It's not. I'll, I'll, I'll take what you just said, Omar, and I'll, I'll even digest that a little bit more because, you know, as you all were talking and even talking about Nikki, like I like Nikki, right? But sometimes when I can look at some of the things that she's done, um, you can't separate a person from the actions, fr- from their actions or things that they've been involved in. And, I, and this is going to sound petty, but it's real. I never understood what the fuck she saw in Meek Mills. Like, Meek Mills has been fucking lame. And so if you can be in a relationship and be cuddled up with him for an extended period of time, there, there's a piece of you that likes weak niggas. Or there's a piece of you that hasn't really elevated quite to the status where you should have been able to recognize that you was dealing with a weak-ass nigga for an extended period of time like that, right? Like, which lets me know that she still has some growth to do, which is why I think that she could be capable of even making a comment or, or a statement like that where she feels the need to validate herself. If your numbers are validating themselves, why do you need to let people know that you're winning? I saw somebody post a meme the other day where they was like, rich people never take pictures with their money. Like, real rich people mm-hmm. never take pictures with their money. If you got to take a picture with your money, if I have to tell you I'm successful, am I really successful? I, I, if I, I might, have to tell you, hey, about, everybody, look at the reviews but, that I've gotten. Like, take the reviews, let it feel good. But if I have to then let you know how many accomplishments or so trophies I have, then that means that... to show gratitude to So you say well, no, it's wrong for you to put your degree on is the wall? She, is she... Is she, well, it depends, right? Because I've known certain people that have multiple degrees and that uh, uh, have have numerous accomplishments. But when they meet people, hey, my name is, you know, Keisha, not I'm Dr. Watson. You know, some people come up and, hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm Dr. Paul. That was the blackest name you could come up with. Know, well, 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 Keisha well, Watson. Well, 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 well just in case. Keisha Watson. I mean, I like it. Well, right. I did I'm that on purpose because I didn't want to just throw out like random Keisha white Washington. name and shit. Like, yeah, you know, my name MD. is Stacy. You'd <laughs> right. be like, oh, okay, it's a white person. Right. Like, But just saying, like, right. that there are certain people that 
regardless of their accomplishments, they want to be judged off of their character. But I think she was trying to inspire people, though. I think Mm. I don't think so. I I don't think she was trying to inspire. I think it was a little bit of both, right? Like she wanted to inspire, but think about it. Like the the what she just dropped, a lot of people don't know that shit. You know what I mean? I like, think about it. That. like that whole Aretha Franklin that. shit. I'll give you that. Like that. I will give you that. I didn't know that. That was news. But what I will say. So she was and educated. I will give you that. And, and I'm not. And honestly, oh, I'm not even stunting that. If, yeah, and I that's think, why I said I'm on the fence because. I know. I know you said you're on I the get fence, slept on. Is, because I get slept on a lot of times. Well, I, and, and I have to deal with that. But then I have to ask myself, like, why do you feel the need to tell people about shit that maybe they're overlooking? It's because. My ego feels bruised by the fact that they don't like it. Like, whether or not they know I'm dope does not change my dopeness status. Right, but I gave my reasoning as to why she did it. Like, there definitely was some intent to say, everyone's trying to shit on me right now. Let me shit back with the facts. Mm. Okay. And I think that's what she was doing. And let let me ask you a question. This is mildly off subject, but about Nikki. To me, and you can let me know if you agree, but she is starting to show signs of... Like the Mariah Carey diva ness, like where a you have talent, but now that you're so good at what you do, you stop trying, and now it's it, like she's putting out music that's trash. Like some of the shit's trash. Like she's doing that shit with her voice again. Like I remember listening to her old like mixtape shit, and you could tell she got flow. Like she's really talented. She's not hungry anymore. She's not, mm. and that's that's yeah, kind that of annoying. But now, like, let me just talk about my hair and have my boobs out and do all this different shit. This she, is how you look when you walk to Prague, right? Like this is how you look. <laughs> like like these bitches can't even spell Prague. Like okay. Um, but she at can some pay point, for it, though. she can. But <laughs> at some point, just like Mariah Carey, you're going to get old, less attractive, and less talented. And like, what's what's from there? So, are you growing as an artist? Or are you looking to get into other things? Like, I just, I don't know. It's get like the whole gimmick thing is getting real old for me. Yeah, like I like her. It's just, yeah, you well, know, you know, I, I actually. I hope she's Mariah Carey's crazy. First of she, all, she oh she done uh, lost. It. I love Mariah. Yeah, me too, and she lost. But it. oh my god, when Will Ferrell was talking about, Jesus. they had her in this new movie, mm-hmm. and they was like, she was a total diva. They was like, she wanted a fan with her hair blowing, and she wanted all this stuff. And he's like, she had the nerve to show up late yeah. to the shoot. He's like, she showed up at midnight, and Did and she? someone's knocking on my door, and we was like, yeah, you can just go home. Like, <gasps> Like, you don't even come. So they're not using any of her parts. Damn. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you can just go home. Wow. <laughs> See, that's Bitch, you are not and If Nicki Minaj like gets that. there, it would be really sad. Yeah. I think she will. Didn't didn't Nicki and Mariah get into it? Yes, like, uh, on the on whole American Idol. American it was, Idol. It was very yeah. uncomfortable to watch. Really? Like, normally, you used to watch it? I, I, I watched I maybe watch like it. one or two episodes, Stop but I feel it. like... It like they, they wanted to like play up, yeah. They like, but and Idol was like, maybe we could play up the drama for ratings. Mm. People are like, this is really hard to watch. Right, like it was it's disgusting. Just, yeah, it wasn't even enjoyable. It's, it's like to... watching two Furbies talk to each other. Like, <laughs> oh turn this God. shit off. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, in the vein of relationships, do you think that um, do you keep score, and is it important to keep score in yes. a relationship? Yes. Yeah, how else do yes you to argue? both? Yes. Okay. This yeah, you won't have anything to fight about. What are, yeah. we, what are you counting? Stop what it. are you keeping you score about? Fucking try, can you track a shit? Uh, of many, what? How many times the sheets get pulled off of me? <laughs> <laughs> so when I knife them in cold blood, <laughs> the police know my ass was cold in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you counting, Brittany? Sure. What are you keeping score of? Um, I keep track of inconsiderate acts. Mm. 
Yeah. So I try my hardest not to be inconsiderate, but it'd be like when something happens, I'd be like one, two, three. You have actual numbers. You don't just uh, like store. No, the because then when we argue, I have to go back. And that second time, this is what you did. And they were like, you keeping track? I am. Yes. Mm. 100%. You need to remember to put the toilet paper back on the roll if you use all of it. <laughs> Why? I will It'd choke be... your life out. What about, uh, what about having sex? Are you keeping track of that? Keep track oh. of how many times you have sex with other people or <laughs> How many each times? Other? What, you nut? <laughs> no, or that like we're not having sex. Enough. 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 Whatever. Oh, enough I keep track of that. Oh, yes. There, okay. it, it, there's yeah, a limit I know to the you week. Do. <laughs> you made you made a damn comment on several podcasts back <laughs> where uh, you said something to the degree of yeah, and when he come over, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and have sex with him, and if he don't nut hard enough, I'm gonna be like, what bitch you fucking with? You said something to that degree. I'm like, you are way too focused <laughs> on no, the minutia. I think I think you should get sex on birthdays, some holidays. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. Uh, maybe Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day because you get the little teddy bear and the flowers. <laughs> right. Valentine's Day. And oh that's Sweetest day. Nobody give a shit about the guys. So <laughs> fuck. That. Wait. No. So you're so saying that I those say, are the only times you should have sex? Yeah. Sex that, those are happen. days that should be. You know. You. You're you the only sex. man on the planet who thinks that. Okay. No, it's me and a couple other guys. Sex should happen. Okay. <laughs> if you live with the person. Yeah. Sex should happen at least three to four times a week. Oh, every, that every four months. Yeah. That is not at all. You sense. live with a person way too much. Not too much. unless you live with a porn star. You talking about cameras <laughs> going on. Who fucking like that? I am. We too old. We're only 16. Like we're just sitting around fucking all Seven day. days. So are you, okay, so <laughs> what's the minimal that if you live with a person, you should have sex? I don't think there's a minimum, but once a year, no. <laughs> I think I think once or twice a week is is legit. That's aggressive. <laughs> what? I was thinking every quarter. <laughs> no, at least three times. Physical a week. quarter too. We the live physical together quarter. Three, three, fuck the three physical times year a week. quarter. You can, but it doesn't mean you're in the mood. You're not in the mood three times out of seven days, and I'm, and these are three different I times. Think it, it can I be think morning it depends sex, on your sex evening drive. sex, it, afternoon sex. It depends on your sex drive. Okay, here's here's the deal. You, you may the have deal. a higher sex drive yeah. than no, other people. Actually, no. Well, well, maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. And this is where I'm about to drop some science this is crazy. on y'all. Oh, oh he's gonna drop some science. Bill science. Bill Isaac, the yes. science guy. Yes. Bill yes. Isaac. <laughs> I told y'all I'm the motherfucking black Doctor Phil with no goddamn credentials. Here we go. Doctor Phil don't have credentials either. So go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to Oprah. Anyway, oh, uh, here's the point that I'm going to share with you guys. I'm read serious, a good book, Read a book uh, called uh, uh, Think and Grow Rich, right, by Napoleon Hill. And, you know, it's a very popular book. Uh, one of his, to me, the most important chapters was called uh, The Power of Sex Transmutation. Okay? okay. Sex Transmutation. Okay. Where pretty much what he breaks down is that inside of men and women, the very force that's within us that creates, whether it's wealth, whether it's, you know, um, you know, athletic greatness, whatever, it is your sex energy. So in men, it's testosterone. In women, it's estrogen. So there's a reason why when a guy is studying or not studying, when he's training to become a fighter, they don't have sex several right. months leading up because you're it's building like up months. that that aggression. You're building up that energy, right? So th- what they were saying is that there's a reason why most men don't accomplish anything that's noteworthy until they're well into their 40s, 
It's not because of their intelligence. It's because they're squandering away their creative energy, fucking everything that's walking in their 20s, well, their teens, 20s, and 30s. Generally, your your sexual drive slows, but it doesn't really slow. It You transmute it. So at that point, you're not trying to have babies. You're not trying to have sex with everything. So you then shift your focus from intimacy into creating something, into giving birth to like ideas and companies and X, Y, and Z. So I think what ends up happening is when 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 a couple gets together, like yeah, the, the it, sometimes it looks like the sexual drive lowers. I think it's just it shifts to whereas you all are not talking about oh let's start a family and now you're talking about like let's build an empire, right? And 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 if you're going to effectively grow an empire or grow a business you you can't be fucking three four times a week you just can't because you're going to get drained like there's going to be times where you need to sit up late and work on some shit and if you're chasing tail you know because after i don't know about y'all after i nut i want to take a nap give me a sandwich and let me go to sleep actually like, we i don't want to know do that but shit. thanks for sharing us <laughs> oh i'm sorry <laughs> you want a good sound and a nap after hey, you bust hey. one i'm just saying I don't, I don't i don't bust and say oh man let now let me go hop down on business right like if i'm doing you don't it constantly, get back to work you don't pull your dick out of your secretary and say all right i need to get back to work Listen, why y'all think probably Barack Obama was amazing, right? Because he wasn't out here hoeing like every other president before him. Every other president before him was fucking everything. So, how often do you think that him and Michelle was getting it in? Well, you know what, Michelle sexy on vacation. I think, Mm -hmm. I think, I think they would schedule sex, which they probably did get a little. They did not schedule shit. I think they did. They had to fucking right now. They not fucking. Oh, oh no! They fucking, they fucking now. They definitely fucking oh, they vacation, fucking but now. not before that. Not when they're in the White House. It was all no, business. yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no, think they was fucking a lot house. in the White House. You can't fuck in the White House. You absolutely can. That's the first thing that you think about. You cannot fuck in the White House. Yes, she freaking can. Stop it. There's no fucking rooms. There's tapes everywhere. They're recording devices. Damn that! That is a point. That is a point. Yeah. Somewhere, Look, if, somewhere, if there's Olivia camera Pope footage can fuck in the, house, in the of White House. Olivia girl, Pope. you better stop it. Then Barack and Michelle can fuck in the stop White House. It. Ain't no stop fucking it. in there. Whatever. It's the Listen, White House. So they was I fucking do in the keep track. Three times a week, <laughs> if beast. you don't live together, and you both. Three times a week. If you mm. live together, three times a week. Mm. If you don't live together, then at least twice a week. And mm. what about your side piece? How often would you be smashing that? <laughs> Shut up, Omar. There is no side piece. <laughs> Look. No one has time for that shit, Omar. I came. Well, how often should you smash your side chick? You should not smash a side chick. You, you shouldn't have, have any. Side or your chick. side dude. You, you know how often do you sleep with your side dude? If, if you, you got, a, if house. you have a side, they're actually supposed to probably get it more. More. Okay. Because that's that's what that's, they're there for. So that explains a lot. Then thank you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Listen, I can't stand. I this came thing across here. this article. <laughs> Called Why Keeping Score Ruins Relationships. Oh, no. There we go. Mm. Yeah, so y'all out here tripping. Um, <laughs> y'all just trying to justify your laziness as to why three times a week is too much. No one's no, 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 no. No saying that it's too much, hell. but yeah, that's no, you lazy as hell. Oh, I know. Right, what lazy. about if you masturbate I'm, now? Do, do you are you masturbating? Are we keeping don't score? Count. What, what don't. you mean it don't count? Yes, it do. <laughs> are you oh, yes, masturbating in front of me and then we have sex? Or are you masturbating See, alone? Well, just masturbation in general. Alone. No, it don't count. If I'm masturbating in front of you, it don't count. 
Because that's, no, that's a part of the Isn't that yeah, part of the foreplay? That's foreplay. So what about Masturbation ain't got nothing to do with you. This is me and my internet queens. Okay. Outside of that, how often? What? Outside Yeah. You can masturbate. That That's... That's unlimited. As long as he three or she take care of you, you should be good. Penetration three times a week. Mm. Yeah, I I do think you have a higher sex drive than others. No, you do. which is cool. Yeah, cool. How do you squeeze that all in uh, you, with your schedule? You have a busy schedule. I said if you live together. <laughs> so we're not talking about. Oh, got it. Okay, I do have a question, and th- this is not at all a reflection of you, Brittany. This is the subject. <laughs> <laughs> the shit show is oh, back. No, no. I want to order know, now, now, now. Uh, Isaac Order and Omar, Omar, if you guys feel that, uh, like an aggressive or an intense amount of sex is a poor people thing. Damn, I wasn't talking about you. So I think you just have a high ass sex. I actually, I actually read an article. They say that it is a poor thing, and especially if you have nothing to do, you tend That's to have I mean. more sex. Right? Yeah. If you ain't got shit going on in your life, you tend to have more sex than other people. I got a thousand things going on, and that's I was, why that's I was what, asking. But that's what I'm saying. I think you just have more a high sex drive. Yeah, I think because you, you ain't got time. no time. Like, and it is some rich time. niggas out here fucking for sure, a lot. for sure. <laughs> right? But, but yeah, I, we I get just mean on like a but you're saying from a global perspective. Yeah, like people that they say people. In rural areas, have more sex than people who live That's in why big cities because there's right. nothing for them to do. But hey, you want to come over and fuck? <laughs> they don't have Randolph Street Festival. I don't think they say it that way. They don't have the taste. <laughs> hey, you want to come over and fuck? <laughs> right, right. No, because yeah. there's nothing else for them to Very do. But, but you know what though? I, so it's funny because I actually read a uh, an article. See, it's funny because I, I should have gotten you on that last week. But anyway, as another, <laughs> I, I'm just not. Anyway, uh, I read a uh, I read an article you have a, childish, right? a while ago um, where they were talking about how our like this generation, not not our generation, but the younger generation is, that is X? actually is that having X or Gen, Gen X, no, no, um, uh, millennials, millennials, no, millennials are that's a, that's no. over. The new kids are Gen X. They're Gen X. So you're on the cusp ended. of being a millennial. No, yeah. he's no, he's I'm a, a few years. It. Right, he's years. a Gen X or he's um Y generation he's Y. Right. y. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I don't so wait a minute, it's millennials a, and then X. Yeah. Okay. Gen, well, it's then called I guess Gen, X. Gen X or something. All right. Well, then I'm Gen a X. millennial, right? Yeah. So yeah. so no, well, it was yeah, millennials yeah, and millennial. I guess Gen X. They were saying yeah. that they are having less sex than their parents were. Like we're actually having a lot less sex. Well, you know what? They they broke it down for a couple of different reasons, but I think one of the major ones had to do with how impersonal things have gotten with the internet yep, and so things agree. of that nature. Yep. And and it was just so interesting to find, like, as open as we are and as expressive, we ain't fucking. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying we, but just saying that, like, the younger kids that are supposed to be so open to these new you know, experiences is so much information that's flying afraid. around. Like they, they, they don't know afraid. how to communicate and, and no one's really taught. Yeah, like we're not teaching you how to communicate. You know, I, mm-hmm. I can't stress how many people that I come across can't even write a fucking thank you email. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, or be uh, a, a communicator in person. Like you meet people and they're just clammed up in the corner. Right. And it's like on their phone. You're on a fucking networking event. Right. Or you go to a bar mm-hmm. and you just sit there and stare at your phone. Right. It's then saying hello. You know, right. like, you know, they they're afraid and now we've created a way for them to communicate. 
So that explains why they're not fucking a lot. Right. Like because, you know, Tinder. fucking is all uh, about. You would think Tinder hey, would, would make w- fucking a lot easier, and it's not it's because not. it's just a lot of Because now swiping. it's based on attraction now. And, and you don't know. And it's not based on game. Right. It's not based on uh, game and chemistry. You yeah. don't know how where, to create that. Anymore. Where you walk into a bar like, shorty. Shorty. <laughs> That's not it. No, that no, don't work. Let me also correct. No. Here's a, a Long Island shorty. Oh, my God. Let me make a we couple corrections. We get this in later. Isaac, your generation is Generation X. Okay. That ended at 1980. Generation Y and Millennials are one generation, and now it's Generation Z. Z. Yeah. Mm. Z for Z. Z formation. (laughs) They're born after 2001. Okay. Yep. Right. You remain. Oh, God. There's so much a man can tell me. Let me get Y and Millennials are together. Um, Close. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you're born between 81 and 2000. So um, you and I are more like Generation Y. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Millennials are probably more going On into the, the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to, to yourtango.com, some some view is, relationships. Is this, a, is this fake news? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> some view relationships as a bank account. It's an interesting analogy, but it's inherently flawed as it's hard to quantify deposits and withdrawals. Mm. If this, in fact, if this is, in fact, the measure that both partners in the relationship agree on, yet the weight of each type of deposit or withdrawal is not defined, it's easy to feel like there's an imbalance as one person is inevitably always going to feel as though they are making uh, one greater contribution than the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're like waiting, um, you know, I'm always remembering his birthday as a huge contribution or a deposit but he never remembers but he doesn't give a shit about birthdays you know that the balance is off right but that's where you have to go in and self-assess what's important to you and then also communicate that to to your partner Mm -hmm. because that's where you know sacrifices and things come into play if you're not big on birthdays or holidays period but you know i'm a big holiday person Mm -hmm. and, and it'll show because I will make a point to celebrate everything. I'll make a big deal out of it. So mm-hmm. either you're going to, you know, make that change or that adjustment and be try to be as excited as I, as I am or just really communicate and say, you know, I really can't because I'm really not into it. Mm-hmm. Then that's something that as a couple, you mm-hmm. know, you kind of have to work through or not, mm-hmm. you know. So with <laughs> that, with keeping score, it shouldn't be about things like that, yeah. like you know, really important milestones in a relationship of like kind of this is what I think, this is what I believe, this is what you think, this is where you believe, but we can't come to no no common ground. We can't we can't work this out. It gave a couple of examples and I think uh Omar Isaac is gonna laugh at the last one, but I'm gonna go through a couple of them. Maybe it's a friend who never makes the effort to come to you always making you go to them if you want to see each other. Maybe it's someone who accepts your love and support of their passions, but always no support in return. Maybe it's just someone who never has cash when the check comes around and yet always wants to go out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> These friends are the bane of my existence, and I feel like y'all know a couple people like that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We know, we know a couple of them. We know a couple of them. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean they don't have value, but it's oh, like man. shit, and, dude. And in many cases, man, they do have tremendous value, right? Like, and... But but it's funny because and that's why you know we talk about keeping score. It's such a double edged sword because I keep score, mm-hmm. um, but I keep score because I have two pet peeves. 
everyone that's close with me knows them, right? One is to be taken for granted, but the other one is to be, you know, uh, misunderstood, you know. And so part of being taken for granted right, is... he still talks to all his exes. You know, hey, listen. And his side chicks. <laughs> right. Listen. He all got a side them. chick that worked Same. at Corner Bakery. And I said, man, when you going to cut that off? He's like, nigga, when they stop selling paninis. He's like, they're amazing. <laughs> Some shits are amazing. Listen, stop eating corn. Listen, stop, stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's an inside joke. And don't nobody right. see. So y'all need to stop this. Anyway, <laughs> point I'm trying this. to make. What I'm trying to make is that you know when you you know because of the fact that I'm I'm big on not being taken for granted, um, but I'm such a big giver. I'm always assessing who it is that I'm interacting with. You know what I'm saying? And not in the sense of, I give you this, you have to give me that, but I want to be able to understand the value that we add collectively. Now, I think that I'm broad enough to take it beyond being tit for tat. Mm -hmm. Because while you may be the strongest in a relationship financially, maybe I'm strong in another area that provides tremendous value. So I've broadened my understanding of value Mm -hmm. you know and i do believe to some degrees all relationships that add value have to be reciprocal to a degree like it has to be reciprocal but but not in a tip or tap way in some form right Mm -hmm. because i've dated people that have had different love languages than i have i'm my my love language is is affirmation Mm -hmm. but i've dated women where their love language was gifting i'm not big on gifts Mm -hmm. but like to your point Brittany. When I was dating those women that they were big on gifts and I knew they were big on gifts as much as it felt like death having to go into the store and spend an exorbitant amount of money on some shit that I know was kind of meaningless, at least to me, if I knew it was important to her, I would do that. And when I saw the reaction that it elicited, you know, from her, I was like, you know what? This is it, it was worth it. It was worth it to for her to feel loved in that moment. You know what I'm saying? And so right. I think that's the point that you're making is is compromise. There is yeah, a compromise you think, if you're going and, and, and I think make it work. Compromise, but also, you know, understanding. But I think I think you you can't see the person like you see yourself. Because you wouldn't want to date yourself. You're dating the point. opposite right. of you and you're gonna like that person for that reason. So I think you should keep count. To an extent, to say, "Hey, motherfucker, just FYI, <laughs> you know, I'm still putting up numbers." You know, you pull out right. the as little Nicki Minaj card. But as long as you're projecting it, though, because otherwise yeah. you're just building up resentment. And no, they don't no, even you want to let them know, like, "Hey, yeah. you know, you know," you would say, "Hey, just FYI," you know. But I think what you need to do is you need to be observant, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when you acknowledge someone if they've done something, you should acknowledge it. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, someone does something nice for you, just acknowledge it. Yeah. If a guy opens up the fucking door and holds it for you, right. ladies, gentlemen, whatever, just acknowledge. Say fucking thank you. Like, right. how hard is that to do? And I My think God. we don't do that a lot. Yeah. And in a relationship, you get into that relationship where you're doing stuff for someone mm-hmm. and you're not letting them know or mm-hmm. you're doing these things and they're not observing that mm-hmm. you're doing it like you get frustrated mm-hmm. and that's what happened but i'm gonna tell you that i'm gonna end it with this <laughs> think about this what happens if something happened to your ass and your ass is paralyzed from the neck down mm. remember how you treated that other person because they're gonna have to take care of your ass if they love you mm. and if they don't remember it's gonna be some misery you shit. were <laughs> not appreciative of everything they were doing yeah Right. And it's going to come back to so haunt your bitch a, ass. <laughs> I have a Because these hands, these hands, 
get the they fuck paralyze outside. you from the neck down. Okay, my dude, that is so extreme. <laughs> Sit your ass you feel down. me? Oh my! If y'all can see this, shit. shorty. Oh my god! I I'm have just a joking. Tales. We back. We back. I have a tales from the hood moment. Okay. Oh, this, okay. this should be good. Is and it about was, a nigglet? Oh, it, this was this morning actually. Um, on the way here, so I stopped to get some gas, and you know, you can't. Always be nice. You know, when people be like, oh, let me pump your gas. And you be like, nah, fam, I'm good. Right. Because I, everybody always wants something, yeah. you know. So this one guy, I paid for my gas. I come outside. He was like, come on, let me pump your gas. I say, no, it's okay. I'm good. No, nah, come on. I'm just trying to be nice. Let me pump your gas. So after he argues with me for like two minutes about pumping my gas. Now, mind you, he's standing in front of the fucking pump hole. Oh so I can't even move this nigga. So I finally just say, okay. Cool, it's it's good. You can pump it. So he pumps the gas. When he's done, I say thank you so much. I really appreciate it. He say no, it's okay. You know you got to be nice out here. But when you hear my name, boss man, just say, <laughs> just say, <laughs> oh boss man, pump my gas. <laughs> He wants his name to be known in these streets. Boss man, when you hear my name, Don't forget boss about man. me. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, Wait, like, he didn't want any money? No. And he had sure. a bitch in the car. He oh, made no. her wait to pump my Is gas. Is something missing? Did you check something your car? Missing. <laughs> Something's missing. <laughs> <laughs> boss <laughs> man. Just yeah. saying. Hey, who got you? Boss man. This was not a bum. He was driving a Mercedes. not a bum. No, he's running some kind of shady game. A Mercedes. He had a woman in a car. Did he ask you to pay? Like, like, did he want to put the card in and do the No, I had already paid. I had came outside to pump it. Hmm. And he got out the car. And so we argued for a good maybe 50 seconds this is <laughs> oh, he's about gonna, him pumping he, he the said, gas. And he said, bo- he said, when somebody tell, tell him boss man pumped He gas. said, when you I'm hear tell my you name, what boss man, I'm gonna tell, tell you what him this is. he pumped my gas for me before. Oh, oh okay. No. Well, he do, he got he some shit that's about to. Or, or he might be, maybe he's an artist. He about to drop some underground <laughs> shit. No, no, no. And what he's getting he ready to pop. do. And he wants you. No, no, no. We were no, on like 70 Sisters Jeffrey. No, he sounds no, like a no, booster. No, 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 no. Let me tell you the value. Like Let me tell you we the value that he may Jeffrey. have just added. <laughs> if he does do some shit. You just mentioned his name on the podcast. That boss man oh, shit. pumped your motherfucking gas. He he already won. He already won. He won yeah. So whoever the fuck he is, we're gonna remember this. <laughs> right. And when that shit slides he, across social he, media, he boss up. man kills eight people. <laughs> you were like, this nigga pumped my gas. <laughs> so that is he funny. Showed it. Yeah. He was he was projecting he towards the future. Yeah, He's yeah. making his mark. Yes. Okay. That's you know what he just did? Uh oh. <laughs> you know what he just did? Uh what Omar was talking about. Uh he walked in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And bought bottles for the attractive ladies right. sitting in the He's corner. He's that guy. He's that guy. But he had a woman with him. It's, right. Man, no, uh, niggas walk even, in yep. with they chicks like, yo, man, but look, send those ladies over there uh, a, a bottle of Don P and tell them boss man mm. did it. Mm. No, y- you weren't at a restaurant. You needed your gas pump. You didn't have your man with you. Mm. Uh, yeah, tell him, boss man. <laughs> Let him know that boss man pumped <laughs> well, your gas. Boss this man nigga's out here branding. He's <laughs> branding. <laughs> So wait a minute. I oh, have, I can't wait to figure I out who he is because we will for, learn um, it later. <laughs> we will this, remember I think, that. I think this he's in our Push hood. a pen in it. Push a pen. This yes. probably only applies to Britney, but God damn, no, no, no. all of this. It may shit. apply to Omar. <laughs> I don't really know. It's this is not for you, not. Britney. But don't don't take it offensive. What is it? 
you like that? Whatever you just made. What the fuck is that? He he just made this Jim Beam concoction. Oh my goodness, bro. Hey. He gonna be sick, right, <laughs> bro? We got we got we got an afternoon ahead of us, right? Taste right. yourself, man. He keep keep scoring, man. Keep scoring, nigga. Okay, Omar. Some weird shit. Keep I think you keep, you keep niggas count. should worry about yourself. Keep drinking, Omar. <laughs> and not worry about because me. Because how many drinks does it does take you to be with me? <laughs> about, be 20. about twenty. About twenty. About twenty. So I do have a question for for Brittany and potentially Omar. But do you keep and be honest. Yes. And it may not be true right now, but it may be true later. I can project. I can okay. think in the future time. Do you <laughs> do you keep score when it comes to your children? Hell yeah. Okay. How? When you keep score, what do you mean by that? So, like, does one kid stand out over the other or one oh. kid is more polite than the other so they kind of become your favorite? Like... Just, oh, God, you know, I, hate to say I don't know them niggas once, well enough to start taking, <laughs> taking score. One, one I, child is smarter than okay. the other, so you kind of. That was they both. That was, <laughs> they, they both. You they both, cool. They, they cool. Both, they all right. They're both amazing children, right? Mm-hmm. But yes, I do have faves with certain things with them. Okay. So, like, uh, Kennedy is my, my errand guy. Like, if I have to run errands and go out mm-hmm. and stop, eat, and whatever. I could take Kennedy anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like he's like the perfect he's down. kid. He's, he's your bond or your He's Clyde. ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he reminds me of shit. He he eavesdrops and he tells <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> so if you say something and he hears it, oh, he coming back and telling it. Keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. Right. He's telling it. So I could take him with me. Chris, on the other hand, she's my she's my house girl. Like around the house, she's extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Not like in a woman's role, mm-hmm. but just like around the house. Just like she's oh, I'm gonna do this. I'll help you with this. Let mm-hmm. me help you do this or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kennedy, he ain't checking for me in the house. Like he's gone. He's in his room or he's, he's in, candy. The, in the kitchen, still right? Or stealing candy or he's in the backyard. Like if he's at home, mm-hmm. he don't want to see me. Okay. Like I'm like the stepchild. Okay, but he arrived. Got it. He'll you know, it out. Exactly. So okay. I have faves with certain things. Okay. And and because they're different, mm-hmm. I expect different things from them. Got it. So. Well. No, I don't keep score. I think the, both the kids are great. Well, I do yeah. like the door when they're over, though. I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ignorant. Uh, and I you don't trust them. With a the knife by my bed. Because <laughs> you never know when shit go you down. Never know. You they just, could, you know, pop like, off. <laughs> And I got to take them out. Oh, you know what? <laughs> but no, I brought I, you I, into I, this yeah. world, and I'm going to take you out. I don't keep score, but That's I Bill do Cosby. remember my mom always having her favorite, though. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I was just about to bring that up because I'm a, a product of a, a blended family, so okay. step-parents, all of that. And mm-hmm. I noticed that growing up, my little brother... Um, got more accolade. Was he, he the youngest? Yeah. The youngest is always. No, it didn't matter. I think no. it was also that it was the my stepmother's child. And so, you know, obviously, the, as the mother, she's going to provide more. For her. Yeah, for hers. For, and not, a, not even in a way where Well, that's he's, funny because when I raised Isaac, you know, it was, a, little, it was a lot different because... <laughs> I will say <laughs> my youngest... My yeah, but if it's your child. baby, you're going to give... <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to nurture say that. them more. I'm, I'm, I'm like going to say something very raw. Like don't Christian, say it. Don't say it. Christian was my trial baby. She was my first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And me and her been through hell and hot water. That's mm. my that's my eight. So with her, I look at it like, don't question my love for you. I love you to death. You don't need to question that. You were the first. We here. We made it. You ain't dead. I ain't dead. We made it. Kennedy, I am soft. 
He's my baby. I hate his daddy, but I love him. Jesus. <laughs> love him to death. He is just, Any I, other for a while, you want to make on for a while I was calling him like my golden child. Yeah. And the only reason why is because he's so pleasant. Everybody mm. that meets him, he's, he's like pleasant. a happy kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's so sweet. Actually, he, he's both so of your pleasant. children are yeah, really to Christian too. fucking awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're yeah. awesome. And they crack me up because Christian got too much personality <laughs> for me. Like, she'll say some things and you just recognize, like, okay, she's really intelligent right. like Very you can tell so. that she's analyzing things mm-hmm. you know um, K- Kennedy is a lot of fun though and, and he does have a great spirit like yeah. you, you can sense it when you're you know I, I do that and I hate when people make these connections but I'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> I do that with children and I do that with animals children like, you can tell you can tell a lot about the owners of pets and you can tell a lot about the parents of children by how they act because mm-hmm. I do feel like regardless of whether or not you're the perfect parent or the or the perfect owner of a of a pet there's something about your energy that you feed into anything yeah. that you're responsible for and and they and, and, they, and they play it back so mm-hmm. if you if 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 you know I heard of a very unfortunate situation and I won't go into the specifics but the 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 guy who ended up losing his life and that was you know um you know breaking and entering in the situation you know his parents were like haughty and they had high-end positions and it was just like wait a minute what his is his, his parents oh no no actually he didn't lose his life but he was involved in some dumb shit and it was like why is he doing this you know what i'm saying the moment I hear that, I think two things. One, it might have been just a young kid doing some dumb shit, whatever. You let it slide. But then it's also like, two, what's going on in your house environment where you feel right. comfortable doing that? Because I know growing up, I was afraid to do certain things. Now, yeah. I might have done a few dumb things that I'm glad I didn't get caught for. Mm-hmm. But I know I was always more afraid of my mother yeah. than I was the police. Yeah, me too. Oh, for and, sure. and and I had my mother and the police in the same house as me because <laughs> my father was <laughs> the police, police too. But I was more scared of mom right. putting right. them hands on me mm-hmm. than I was, you know, my dad. Yeah. You know, but but like you, Casey, and then you I get, you get afraid to disappoint. And honestly, I think it was more that. You get afraid to disappoint. I think it was more that. So when you see kids who do stupid shit like breaking and answering, you don't give a fuck about disappointing these niggas so what the fuck is going on there so i'm with you there yeah, like when you see yeah. kids lash out like that right like you're always taught from day one don't embarrass me nigga mm-hmm. don't embarrass me even, even when we say man it's white people up in here right <laughs> ain't that some shit that is, that is i feel like that is a lot that is at least yes. 85 90 percent of black experience don't embarrass we me know how to act people. around white people and, and that is what white privilege is really about yeah that y'all have never had to have a conversation to code switch mm-hmm. when but you're what around does that mean? certain what does that mean though? it's the funniest shit be on your best behavior be on your best behavior which you do that in front of everybody and you should you, you should. should but we pointed really out in front should. of white and we I do. can't do it with my daughter my son goes to a predominantly black school okay I can't say shit like that in front of my daughter like really don't act up in front of these white people in front of me she don't know what that means because she's got three really great white friends wow. in her fourth grade class okay Little Betsy and all of them, 
and in Ling Chow so and all of them. Wait, so her Jet experience, <laughs> so her experience is different, and you she's have in to a cater very to that. See, I was throwing it out there, thinking y'all actually had a reason. I'm gonna tell you the reason where that shit came from, because it means it came from I'm gonna beat the shit out of you in front of these white people. <laughs> and they're gonna call the police. That's what that means. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Like I can't beat your ass in front of these white people because they're gonna call the police. Because if you're around black people, they're gonna be like, yeah, beat his ass, <laughs> beat that little bitch's ass. <laughs> she had a smart. I'll mouth. beat ass for you. Right. I, I was gonna be the ass for you. And be like, oh my God, call the police. Like, Kennedy is six. That's what that means. And he knows he's black. I can't beat your ass in front of these white people. So look, right, Kennedy is six, and he knows he's black, like, Mm. from day one, right? Mm. But Christian at six, I remember she was telling me, I'm not black, I'm orange. And it fucked me up, and I had to sit back and say, She was thinking about her complexion. Wait a minute. You are orange, nigga. Because... In your school, like, I fought to get her in that damn gifted school. I kept forgetting that she will not and has not had the same school social experience that mm-hmm. I had. Mm-hmm. She's not around a predominantly black group. Mm-hmm. She, her and one other guy is black. And we found out a year ago, that nigga's our cousin. Oh, shit. Mm. We're actually related to you. That's, so you don't count. Two black people in the two school are related. Is, is fucking related. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's man. like, showed up at the family picnic, and, and she ran up to me like, Ma, why is Brandon here? I'm like, Brandon? Yeah, the guy in my class. I'm like, oh, the other black boy. And so she's like, yeah. And I go over. Because that's my, your cousin. That's your cousin. we're all related. We're related. She's like, oh. <laughs> so now I don't want wow. her to think that her and all black people are related. Right. So I have to we really do related. some damage control. <laughs> to some degree. We are related. Yeah. We, are. we so all she has sucked a on Mammy's tits. Okay. <laughs> she has a different experience than my son. My son, they celebrate Black History Month all month. Mm-hmm. My son, they do shows where somebody's um, made Jemison and all of that. Her school, they celebrate Black History Month I in can, one day. I, you know what? I don't do Black History. No, okay. I, I do. You know how I do it, Icy. I have White Guilt Week, and that's like. all people need. <laughs> it's just one week. We watch Roots. You know, white we watch guilt all right. the White Who Guilt. Who are you movies. watching this shit with? White <laughs> people. <laughs> I'm like, Listen, come over and watch this shit. Y'all, <laughs> here you go. We got a notification recently on our business page, the Tequila Tales business page. We get notifications all the time because we boss. Well, yes. Oh. <laughs> we boss. I Don't saw you and, and him. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, You're welcome. And we had crossed it. We had crossed the number of um, followers, and it it was trying to get us to announce that and to thank our followers um you know for crossing that number or whatever Mm -hmm. that's not really our style you know we don't really announce different milestones and all of that so it just felt very weird but is it is it something that we should do because like you know take Kanye West for instance if he was not as brash and boisterous as he is he probably wouldn't be as popular and or as famous if you exactly. will exactly his antics is what makes him famous right because i mean you can't take and away from his from, from his genius but Not bad. his his behavior <laughs> his behavior absolutely has contributed to his success so how do you all feel about making announcements and keeping score when it comes to like your milestones and i think we should do it i think fan appreciation is something that a yeah. lot of artists don't do 
Like but when how, people come how are and you ask you for an autograph, like don't ask me for an autograph, like bitch. No, no, that's different. I think no, it, it no, it's fan I appreciation. think that it is to, to w- reach those you, different milestones. Thank I you did. for following us. Yeah, thank you for staying and with ki- us and share, bitch. Yeah, like we loyalty. It's like loyalty. Keep, like keep, brand loyalty is everything. You know, if people didn't watch your TV we're show, we're technically a small business. If you didn't brag sure. about it, we need. <laughs> you know, when you think about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, like think about what Fifty Cent's doing with uh, Power. Mm-hmm. He's Love like it. Power's number two to Game of Thrones, the most watched show on television. Oh, Oh, shit, Everyone should be watching this shit. Yeah, yeah so he's trying that. to take down Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. he's like, everybody needs good to, luck on that shit. First he, off, he goes, well, I don't "Go ahead and sign up for Stars, and you know what Power. to do when the season ends." Listen, I can't wait for it. <laughs> it's coming on tonight. Yeah, I sure. don't watch yeah. Game of Thrones, but I do watch Power. Uh, so I'm waiting to tonight. get invited to Game the Power Thrones Watching tonight. Power Watching. So you know, this is this is why having. Um, a, a a team and a crew and a family, right? Like it's so beneficial for me because characteristically, I think differently, but I I really absorb and respect both of you all's perspective because I think naturally, I'm I've I've been so accustomed to kind of operating sometimes being behind alone. the scenes or, or or not even just being alone, but <laughs> like just very but humble. Like, you know, and, and I mean, and, 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 and having, and, that's so nice. but also having to like not, having to not be, because I recognize what, like lunch meat. When you when you push something out there, when you push something out there, even if it is, I I feel like when other people have their self-aggrandizement moments, it's it's received a certain way. For instance, and look and look, here's a here's an analogy. See, Back in the day, everybody could could play the dozens. Everybody can play the dozens. Omar is amazing at the dozens. He'll roast you and make you laugh at yourself, right? And you're laughing. Up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, but, but see, here's the deal with me, though. I'm the guy. I don't know. I don't know how God made me, but I'm the guy. When I played the dozens, niggas wouldn't laugh at my jokes. They'd go, "Ooh," meaning my jokes cut. They weren't so funny. So you got personal. Right. I didn't know I was like, coming personal. That's why your your dad laughed and then your stepdaddy laughed at the same time. Listen, in my mind, in my mind, back in the day, I couldn't delineate the difference between uh, a joke, ha ha, funny, yeah, it stung because yeah, the nigga really do got a big ass head, right? And you just said some shit. That torched this nigga's whole soul, right? Mm-hmm. I just knew, oh, okay, we snapping? <laughs> I'd snap. So because I realized, oh, okay, I I'm don't styling know. on you. <laughs> right. I didn't know how to do that. So because of that, I got built in a way where it was like I couldn't I couldn't do certain things that that other individuals was doing. So when it comes to like stunting, I recognize how some people can stunt and it leads to more attention. If I stunt, it becomes oh, let's ignore this nigga. Like it, it, it's it's all of a sudden it's it seems rank with arrogance and contempt, and it doesn't have the Kanye type of feel. Like oh, he needs our attention. Let's give it to him. It's look at this nigga right here. Yeah, he always trying okay, to sh- outshine us. I I see it. I see it in in the things that I do. Even sometimes in the city. So so even tequila tells like tequila tells was built strategically. There's a reason it's called tequila tells and not the Isaac Paul show. 
It was like I gotta create something that bolsters it has everyone a ring else. To it, the Isaac Paul show. No, if like it sounds like a no. show. Yeah, so but if I like had that. done that, like it'd be Chicago, like a bunch of dudes in like bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> and Isaac Paul come out and rate the bulge of, of, the, <laughs> of the mankinis. Who's, who's wearing a cup? You know how I know you gay, Omar. You know how I know you gay. Anyway. So He's like, go. who's got the biggest bulge? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the Isaac Paul Show. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I can't with you. Nigga, shut up. The point I'm trying who's to make. house? <laughs> Isaac Paul's house. <laughs> I'm trying to get deep. Listen, pause. pause. So, a point I'm trying to make is that's what he said. I've I've had to learn, and and honestly, I think it's a spiritual thing. I think I think that my personal spiritual path has been learning how to release my ego, and like and like not be about myself, but be about everybody else. And I've always recognized that the moment that I bring other people into the fold the moment that i uplift other people the moment that i do those things is when i get the best results the moment that i turn the attention back on myself and i'm on some hollywood shit i never get that type of you know so i'm just like i'm not supposed to be that kind of person and so when it comes to pushing out my resume or pushing out hey you guys i just work with x y and z like I've I've conditioned myself to whereas I've lost the appetite for that. You know what I'm saying? And so when it comes to, hey, everybody, look at Tequila Tales. We just crossed this new mark. I'm like, are people really going to look at it and fans are going to go, yay? Or are they going to look at it and be like, this nigga out here trying to stunt? You know what I'm saying? And so uh, yeah. I typically steer away from that and I say, you know what? Let's just keep growing. Let's fly under the radar. And that to me is the difference between Jay-Z and Kanye. Kanye does Kanye shit and gets his attention. Jay-Z, he'll stunt in verses, but Jay-Z ain't never got to go on social media or do things. Like, he flies under the radar of just mm-hmm. being excellent. He don't respond to the disses. And, and see, that's the difference between Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. Like, when you're really trying to operate at a high level, you don't have time. You know, fucking Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates ain't never took a picture in front of their wealth. But we know they're the richest people on the fucking planet. So you got to ask yourself, do I want to be Gucci Mane or do I want to be Mark Zuckerberg? Right? Like, because you got a choice. Can we not do and, that? Can we? And, I hate when people. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say. And I'm not. I, say, and I hate when people say that. It's like, not to throw not shade one Gucci at, belt at Gucci in this Mane. Pitch. Like, bitch, we all like Gucci. Like, stop it. We not Gucci do. Mane. I mean, Gucci, right. the brand. And so we do. I but, hate that. Or but, I hate the fact when people say, oh, you don't see them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of people that pose in front of their wealth, but there are plenty of people that do flaunt their wealth. And, you know, uh, Richard Branson said something really smart about that. He's like, you know, they're just different than that. He's like, but you're going to see me enjoying my money. Oh, I'm not saying you know, don't enjoy. I know that Mark Dan Zuckerberg Bilzerin is enjoying his money all the but time, But here's the too. point that I'm saying, though. The 2020, moment that Dan Bilzerian. The moment. Running for president, Dan Bilzerian, 2020. <laughs> the moment that Holla you posted for public consumption, it's... It, I I have to question, was this a strategic move or was this a move to gratify your own ego? And if it's a if it's an ego gratification move, 
then that means that your intention is tainted. I know a lot of people that do shit for the homeless, but the moment that they post it on Facebook, they they go to fucking Facebook and let everybody know I just bought a homeless person a burger. And it's like, I disagree with that. Thank you for that. But did you really do it for the right reasons? No, you did it for likes. You You did did it it for for fucking likes. likes, That I don't like. That's the shit I don't like. You did it for likes. You know. And okay. so that's that's right. that's the point that I'm getting at is like I, I want to do fan appreciation, but I don't want to. You could do it in a different way, just buy everybody bottles when you see them at the bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, my hey, last question is: that's true. Do you think people are only keeping score when they're in the lead? Mm. No, I'm I'm pretty sure people keep score when they're behind too. Mm. If they know the other person's keeping score, they're going to keep score. Okay, because I think when the other person's keeping score, you start keeping score. I think it's natural to keep score yeah. mm-hmm. because you always compare what you're doing to someone else. You always got to have like like a a bar, like you know, like something to achieve, something to accomplish, something to to, to surpass. So I think, but it's you don't natural. think it's dangerous and makes you feel inadequate. Hey, hell yeah, that's why some people. Are the way that they are, and why some people avoid mm-hmm. certain social situations. Let me ask you a question: Are things. you always up, or are you always in the lead? That's the same. <laughs> right? Is you done, or is you finished? That's the same. Which one is? <laughs> I feel like you know it. It really just kind of depends on what you talk. What you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, meaning, do you feel like when you're in that situation, you're always in the lead, or are you always up? There's times where I'm not in the lead. How does that make you feel? Like I need to do better. Oh, so it works. <laughs> he's he's like psychoanalyzing uh, your he's life. He's right trying. Now. <laughs> and you know, working. I read a book by Doctor McGraw Hill mm-hmm. when I was in school. Mm-hmm. I'm just joking. Okay, <laughs> right? We know because you didn't read Isaac Paul. You don't know who McGraw Hill is. That's the motherfucker that produced every textbook ever came across your desk. <laughs> right. So if you didn't do that, you would drop. If you didn't know that name, you would drop out. Right. Or you dumb as shit. I don't know. Because that motherfucker produced every book. Do you have an opinion, Isabel? I always have an opinion. Uh, So, you know, this was actually a pretty good topic. And uh, I really appreciate all of you guys for, you know, joining in. I appreciate you. As awesome as you were. You're so Um, awesome. But, you know... I, I think that we kind of ended it at a at a very unique space, a like very even unique space. Talking about, <laughs> you know, even talking about just like numbers, right? It's all about the numbers. And we mentioned oh the mentioned. importance. Okay. Oh, <laughs> can you turn your microphone off? Just that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the importance that Jim Beam drink, right? Right, right. I'm it telling went, you, man, it it's, it's the sugar to drink. Anyway, uh, but you know, we we talked about the importance of like keeping score, and I, honest to God, I do think it's important to keep score. Um, you know, I pay attention to the numbers. I pay attention to the to the numbers, whether or not I'm making it known that I'm paying attention to the numbers, and so. You know, we had a person that reached out to us and, and Casey just spoke about it recently um, where, you know, she asked us, uh, man, how how have you all gotten so many followers? And so that kind of caught me off guard because it was like, wow, a lot of the new attention that we've just received is is just that it's new attention. Um, however, I guess if I can have an opinion about this topic I think that it's important to always operate as though someone is keeping score, right? 
sometimes the score that's being kept isn't showing on the scoreboard, but you have to operate in a way as as if you know someone is watching. They say that you always want to move as though somebody's always watching what it is that you're doing because there are times where you will meet people or you'll interact with people where they act differently in private than they do in public. They act differently when they think no one is watching than they do when the cameras are on. And who you want to try to be or who I think it's best that you try to be is the person that's consistent. Be yourself. Either consistently be awesome or consistently be shitty. Make your brand something that is very similar to who you are. One of the reasons that Michael Jordan is one of the best basketball players of all time is not just because he was the most gifted. If you really start to break down his DNA, what most of his opponents and his teammates used to say about him was that he practiced harder than anyone else. Practice? Like practice, right? Not the game, but practice is actually what he used to push himself and propel himself to be great at. They used to say he used to be so passionate in his practice that he would sometimes get in fist fights with his teammates. That was because he didn't see a difference between how he practiced and how he played. He understood that how he was practicing, how he was working out in the gym when nobody was there after the game, still shooting two, three, four hundred free throws. When nobody's looking, he recognized that there was a correlation to that behavior to who he was when it was the NBA finals. See, people think that there's an, an imaginary switch that you can flip when you decide to start caring. And that's not reality. The reality is, is that how you practice is how you play. So if we're talking about keeping score, you have to understand that sometimes the score that's being kept aren't just the points, right? It's it's your passion. It's your work ethic. So when a young lady reached out to me and she was looking for advice, I'm like, you know what? I can give you some advice about techniques and the whole nine, but the biggest advice I can give you is consistency. Work on your craft, because here's the reality, even about tequila tales like we're currently in the process. If I could just be very transparent, because I don't like fucking lying and, you know, trying to posture, I'll be authentic. A lot of you all that are listening now are more than likely new listeners. You know, we've done a few things. We've run a few successful campaigns and we're currently on an upswing. So we've dramatically grown in the course of a few months. However, the shit that you all are witnessing, this podcast that you're hearing, the videos that you're seeing, none of this is new. This is not new. We've been doing this since 2013. We've been doing this since 2011. You see what I'm saying? When people weren't watching, we were still getting better. When people weren't watching, we were still grinding. When people weren't watching, we were still investing heavily in our brand. So if you're listening to us right now, if you're vibing with us right now, like Omar says, Uh, It takes 10 years to become an overnight success, right? Don't think that this is new to us. It's new to you. And we love having you here. And we appreciate having you here. But if anyone is looking at us, if anyone is listening to us, and anyone is trying to figure out the DNA, you're trying to figure out the imprint. You're trying to figure out how do we duplicate what it is that they're doing. You can definitely duplicate what it is that we're doing because we did not create the discussion. We did not create conversation. We did not create interaction, right? 
However, if you're going to duplicate our success, what you also have to duplicate is our drive. You also have to duplicate our passion. You also have to duplicate our experience. You also have to duplicate the numerous amount of sacrifices that we've made to get to this point. This is not this is not a a a charade. You know, what it is that we're doing and what it is that we've been doing is building something and we're passionate about this. So if you are coming in and you are witnessing us for the first time, like I said, I can't say it enough. It's been wonderful finally getting the attention that we felt like we always were setting ourselves up for. But this is not an accident. Right. We were always performing, imagining that either at some point someone would listen or we were performing as though someone was listening. So the best advice that I can give is to not wait until someone is listening to decide that now is time to take it serious. Take it serious now. If it's real to you, if it's your passion, take it for real now. You know, and once again, like that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. That was nice. We really appreciate that opinion. You're always very thought-provoking. Very thought-provoking. You go off and you just, you know, you educate the land. That's all that's necessary. And you guys should <laughs> see the, Isaac's face. He has that Jesse Jackson tear right, he just coming from his knowledge. right eye. That <laughs> Jesse Jackson had really, doing nigga. Barack right. Obama's inauguration. <laughs> Stupid. All right. All right, guys, it's a wrap. We definitely want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed. We really appreciate all of your support. We ask that you guys continue to do what you have what you have been doing and share this podcast with your friends through all of the social media outlets you can. You can actually follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on our YouTube channel at the Tequila Tales. Okay. Um, in addition, don't forget to review it on iTunes as well. Uh, for more information on upcoming shows and to check out our videos, uh, please visit our website at thetequilatales.com. And remember, guys, in relationships, the best apology is changed behavior. So I'm going to let that sit. All right. Keep that in mind. Um, stay blessed, people.